How's it going, everybody? I am Eric. And I am Scooter. This is Horror Spook Presents Hidden Gems. Today, we are talking about Creep Show Season 1, Episode 4. Woo! Four. We're talking The Companion. And we're talking Lydia Lane's Better Half. Those are the two stories because you remember each episode has two little two tales stories. in them. And these ones are just as good as the. Just as good as the first three. They they pretty much are just good. Again, another plug, Shutter, go get it. Right. Or if you want to, you can apparently download <clears throat> AMC Plus. <laughs> and you can watch Creep Show on that, so do that. Yeah. So with this episode, we're gonna go with the companion first. The companion is pretty much a boy gets revenge on his brother using a monster that was made from a lonely man. And it's crazy how these stories tie together. It is. It really is. But when they do, you're just like, okay. And then the creep darts. The creep. The creep. When we're talking about directors here, for The Companion, we got David Bruckner. And David Bruckner did stuff like uh, VHS, Southbound, The Ritual. We've already talked about Southbound. Them. I've seen Southbound. Yeah, and it's really good. Yeah, yeah. We've and I'm like these two people were a part of that. Yeah, and he, like, he's already directed another episode, I yeah. believe. And he's re- he's rebooting Hellraiser. Oh, really? That's his. Yeah, that I did not know plans. that. It's even. It's even on his IMDb. Huh. Wild. He's okay. he's trying to... That's like, cool. Bring <laughs> I am like really this. about that. I'm like, okay, okay. Um, for Lydia Lane's better half, we have Roxanne Benjamin, who also directed uh, Body of Brighton Rock, also director of Southbound, Producer of VHS, so yes. apparently they're working with each other um, on this. I'm like, wow. That's what it sounds like to me. Yeah. They're all doing the same things together. Yeah. Like, they literally grabbed, they probably messaged, like, a handful of these people and like, hey, I got someone <laughs> that we've talked about something, and hey, let's do this. That's probably how it went down. Listen, have you heard about this creep show thing? I, I let's wanna, get into this. Yeah. You want to do an episode? Let's see if we can do this. And right. guess what happened? They did it. Mm-hmm. And guess what? It's Killed pretty it. good. Killed it. It's pretty good. Killed it. Like, the thing Every is, episode. when they were first coming out, and Shudder was like, hey, we're coming out with Creepshow, I'm like, dude, these movies are in a lot of people's hearts. Yeah. So how are you going to do something that people are going to enjoy? And one thing about, especially this episode, the lighting that they use... It's yeah. some scary stuff. Yeah. They're really good. They're, I mean, you can tell the different, the gap. Yeah. In it on what, like, these directors and everything, what they learned from them uh, back in the old directors and everything. And they've just heightened them and put their own twist behind it. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, like, with the writing. Writing credits for The Companion, we have four people. Who have credit for the writing of The Companion. They just put all their minds together. Joe R. Lansdale. Casey Lansdale. Keith Lansdale. And also Matt uh, Vaney. 
or Veen, I'm not sure which one, they all wrote that. This was actually a short story, The Companion. So it was a short story first. With writing credits for Lydia Lane's Better Half, we have Greg Nicotero, who is already the associate, of, uh, the executive producer, and John Harrison. And there's two writers for that. That's also, I think, the first time that the episode has had more than one writer. Yeah. Because I think we've only had one writer for these other episodes. Yeah, one writer will write both the sets or scenes. But wow. When it comes to the cast, we have Harold, which is a kid who is being bullied by his brother. Right. His brother, his name is Billy, <clears throat> and he's a jerk. He look yeah, he looks like the greaser kid. So Logan Allen is Harold. He was in movies like uh it's a sweet sweet magnolias, mm -hmm. Bernie the Dolphin. And Sweet Magnolias is one thing I knew. I think that's a Netflix show. Yeah. I think it's Netflix. Mm-hmm. We have uh, Harold's friend Smitty, who comes down to where he's sitting at the beginning of the episode. His homeboy that was eating something. Yeah. I don't know what he was eating. Uh, <laughs> but his his name is Dylan Gage. I thought I thought it was gonna be him, but I was like, oh, okay, it is it. It is the other kid. Uh, Dylan Gage was in Pin 15 as Gabe. This is us. He's little Toby and this is us. What? Um, he's also Johnny in Stranger Things. <gasps> wow. Which is actually crazy. I had to say that I didn't follow that all the way through. I'm sorry to say that, but I didn't. <laughs> I didn't. I watched the first two episodes. Okay, so Billy is Voltaire calling counsel, who is the big brother that you don't like. Yeah. You don't like him. He's actually, like, really mean. To the point that I'm like, damn. Yeah. His his little brother... His little brother is scared for his life. Yeah. For a dent. Yeah. He said, I'll fix the dent. Yeah. That's all you hear. I swear to God. That's all you hear. And I'm like, what dent? That doesn't bring it up. He's a mechanic and Uncle Frank. He's Young Finn in the Originals, which is a CW show, I believe. Yeah. And uh, does a good job of being... Hated. Yeah. I don't like him. And, yeah, especially when he's like, I'll fix a dent, I swear to God. I'm like, really? dude, it's a dent? This a is what you're dent. actually wanting to hurt him over? But he tells, he tells the kid, Gage, he tells him that he gave him a black eye and it was a good one. Mm -hmm. It's like, and it's a dent. Where's the dent? <laughs> Efemo Amalami, who plays Brenner. Uh, he is in stuff like, uh, what's it, Catching Fire? The yeah. Hunger Games movie? Uh, he's also in Forrest Gump. Yeah, oh, he's, we could go, he's been in so many things. Which Such a good actor. Is again, Such a good Creepshow actor. bringing these actors. I'm telling you. Who are just in so many movies. This guy has like, wow. movies coming out of his ears he's been in. And he's just, and like, Creepshow has just got a good amount of people that 
wow, how did Shudder pull that off? Yeah. You know, it's it makes you think that. Like yeah, what, he's the what drill was the, sergeant. What was the budget of this? The drill sergeant. Because Forrest Gump. He's the guy yelling at him on the bus. So we have Carrie Jones, who plays the Scarecrow. That is who the companion is. Spoiler alert. But like, I have to tell you. <laughs> the ending, you have to watch to get the ending. But it, it you're just like, okay. Well, that took a big turn. To me, it's a heartbreaking story that turns into a sweet revenge story. Yeah, it does. Right, and that's why you need to like, watch boom, it to the you're end. Like, oh, okay. And yeah. it's literally like, yeah, forty seconds of it is that revenge. That's mm-hmm. the only of the entire episode is revenge really? oh. for like forty seconds, and that's so the end. It's these like, guys wow. were not playing. Yeah. he wasn't playing. They were not playing. Shoot. Something happened drastically in these kids' lives. But uh, Carrie Jones is the Scarecrow. He also was in the makeup department of The Walking Dead. He was also in the special effects of Predators. Wow. Which is just wild. <laughs> it's just wild. Um, and we have Addison Hershey, who is Susie, the little girl in The Companion. Which meets a demise. Yeah. But uh, that's for you to watch because that kill's pretty crazy. I liked the homage to the when he's walking in the field and you see the cookie box because the first time I see it, I'm like, cookie box. Mm-hmm. Uh, like killer clowns. What do you mean? No, dude, because she was selling cookies. Oh yeah, okay. And he's walking, and you see it in the field. Alright, I got you. And I was like, oh, okay, okay. That's what it had. So she obviously got that close. And it was... Well, like, the thing with the companion, he shows a... uh, When Smitty is like, here, gives him that lunchbox. He's like, try that. That's has killer clowns from outer space on the front of it. Yeah? Yeah. Um, Also... Uh, the bridge. There's graffiti all over the bridge, and like when he's sitting down by it. Yeah. One of it says Jim is is fuck is a dead fuck, and that's a reference to Friday the Thirteenth. The final chapter is said in that, and it's like, whoa, that's a small little these detail little that they wanted things. to add. These little gems. Um, the boy running from the scarecrow and the companion is named Harold, the scarecrow that comes to life in scary stories. To tell in the dark, both the book and the movie is named Harold. So they just, you know, that's cool. So, that's pretty neat. Wow. Um, enough of the companion, let's get... Now, this one rolls in pretty good. Lydia Lane's better half. <clears throat> when it comes to that, we have people like Trisha Helfer, who is Lydia Lane. This is pretty much a story of, honestly, a crime of passion. Yeah. It's honestly what it is, a crime of passion. It's terrible. But Lydia Lane. Better known for her starring role on Battlestar Galactica. Battlestar Galactica. (laughs) If you're a fan of Battlestar Galactica, we don't have to describe her. Yeah. And if you haven't watched Battlestar Galactica, it's pretty cool. I mean, 
Um, he, she is also a voice in Mass Effect Three. Nice. I think. Um, but she is Lydia Lane. She does a wonderful job. Uh, again, this is kind of a story that I believe is a crime of passion, where she does not choose her girlfriend. I'm assuming by that. She's a voice actor in Mortal Kombat X. Hmm. She's Sonya Blade. Um, does not pick her love interest in the story, which what I gather. I mean, that's what it seems like. Yeah. Does not pick them for the promotion to basically be her. And picks a man that she has sitting next to him. Forget, yeah. forget what his name is. Um, but he gets the job. Her better half <laughs> is upset. And basically just goes off the oh rails. I'm smarter than you. You're, you're I've wanted this more yeah, than you. Like, you're just using me as a pawn and it's not happening today. And she's like, I thought you would be happy by this. Like, we get to go see the world. We have so much and money to go like, do whatever. I'm not in for this. And she's like, I want to rise to the top. And Grind. you as a woman told me I could. And that you would help me rise to the top. And now you're telling me you were just using me to get to where you want to travel? Yeah. And then I have to sit, stand around and somewhere, I forget what she says, in Hong yeah. Kong or something like that, and smile like a Stepford wife. And it's like... She's like... She no. doesn't want that. She wants power like All she has. All this stuff that she's learned, she wants to like, yeah. take over. So she's over. upset. And yeah. because of a little tussle with each other, she falls, slams her head. Now, it's disgusting what gets stuck in her head. Yeah. With me, it doesn't seem like it would be that, like... A practical accident. Yeah. It really doesn't. Like, getting it that far down into yeah. her head or something like <laughs> She didn't, like, body slam. Yeah. Like, it wasn't on the top row. She ropes. tripped. <laughs> she wasn't really even thrown. She, yeah, like, she tripped, tripped over, like, the couch. And just, boom, glossy over a couch. Like, so it's kind of it's kind of unrealistic to me. But, yeah. but it's she's just not that, moving. Uh, yeah. Lydia Lane's worried. And all that. Uh, the girl who's not moving, because <laughs> we haven't even talked more about it. The girl who's not moving is Celia, who's played by yeah. Danielle Lynn. Um, she also does a good job. She really just has some attitude. Yes, she gets very, she has that snappy attitude. Yeah, she's Alicia and Happily Ever After. She's Natalie's friend and Allegiant. She is. And she is Maya in, Duff, in The Duff. And she does a wonderful job. She obviously takes a terrible fall. She's not moving. We can gather what has happened. Yeah. Um, tries to put her in her in a chair, get her to the elevator, and just, I don't know if she has in her mind to d dispose of the body. Right. Stuff like, like that. I don't know what's going on in her mind with that. Yeah. Also, there's some gross, like, gore between that. Where yeah. she tries to take out the little whatever, you need to watch it to see. <laughs> and that's all I'm going to say about it. Watch it to see, because it's yeah. pretty gruesome. And it's pretty yeah. it's pretty cool that Creepshow came out with this. It that's is. like what it is. Like, is they literally me? put it on borderline to where, like, yeah, like, we're not going to tell you anything about it. No. Yeah. It's but good. It's good. I, I feel weird about it, because her... Lover comes back from the dead and basically haunts her for doing this. Yeah. And they're stuck in an elevator. She gets to the elevator. They get stuck in it. And then this dead girl starts really seeming like she's staring at her. 
Yeah. And you're like, Because at Ugh. first it's not. And then she looks and it's like gleaming at her. Yeah, and you're like, wow, you're moving And then it a starts, cr- cr- like, sudden moving. I'm like, okay. Yeah. Well, she fi- they drop, I think. I think yeah. they drop down. And then she is finally able to open up like a, a little bit, a, and an elevator door, a little bit, try to get through. And which I would never do. And if it moved no down way. two feet, I'm like, no, no, because my odds, it's gonna go back up. Uh, yeah. And I'm gonna get and cut it, in half, or not cut in half, and just crushed by an elevator. Yeah. And that's just always a bad idea. And basically, yeah. when she's doing it, you're like. Why? There's something up. Why? Not to mention, you're so scared because there's a dead girl in there that That's doesn't, isn't seeming moving. dead. Yeah, isn't right. seeming dead. Yeah. So it's like, I'm scared of that, so I'm going to crawl in a place where I could also equally probably die. Right. And this dead girl starts pulling her back. Yes. And I'm like, ooh, what? she is like, alive. What? <laughs> like, what? like what whoa, happened? oh my goodness. Well, what? what happened in this elevator? Dude, and Chop goes the hammer. Yeah. Homegirl gets decapitated. And the cops are just... The the first responders who are actually talking for a little bit with her, like, over intercom thing, they finally show up. There's blood coming down from the elevator door, yeah, which was disgusting. Like... And they open the door, and that dead girl is sitting there with her girlfriend's decapitated head in her lap. In her lap. And I'm just like... <laughs> Way to go. And that is so wild. Way to go. But that the second story definitely got me more intrigued than the first one. I understand. I understand. With me, like, at the end of the companion, with the whole revenge thing, the color that is in that entire room. Yeah, and then when, when the it, scarecrow actually oh, lights yes. up on the... Oh, my God. Dude, purple, I was like, green. that is like, wild yes. looking... It makes it look like he's like sprawled oh, up. Oh, dude, it's wild. On the thing. Also, the like the moving of the sticks that he has that yes. he can like wrap around just... you and stuff is so scary. Yes. And the end and where moves. where the revenge takes place and the like the it fast movement me, of it. It took me a few times to realize that he's sewn into the bed. He, yeah, they sewed yeah, him you can in. actually see the little crease you can see too. The cream. I'm yeah, like, oh, I, I didn't whoa. see that until yeah, I'm last like, night oh, when this, I watched it. Probably a third this dude just time. like tucked himself way in. Yeah, I actually didn't see that. I'm like, whoa. But yeah, watch. This episode is definitely, definitely one of my favorites in this series. Oh, yeah. And, uh, a lot. A must watch. A must watch. Um, another little tidbit. Ooh. Is, uh, Lydia Lane actually says something in this that takes it back to Battlestar Galactica. Nice. So she actually says something, and I'm trying to actually find it, and I'm having trouble. Um, I don't know. Oh, okay. Uh, Trisha Helfer, who played Lydia, using the word frack to curse. This Mm. is a made-up curse from Battlestar Galactica, in which she starred in. So nice. she basically said a curse word that's in Battlestar Galactica, <laughs> and she said it in Creepshow. And the problem with me is I didn't pick up on that. That's a small little thing for me to pick that's up on. That's cool, though. But there was some Battlestar Galactica Dwight motherfucker Yeah. that, that was, was like, like, yes! <laughs> yes! <laughs> or I hope they happen to watch Creepshow. Listen, if you love Battlestar Galactica, 
Watch yeah. that just so you can see that. It is as good. Yeah, seriously. Um, but anyway, we do have an Instagram. Yes. At Horsepoop. We have a Facebook page and we have a Facebook group. Um, and we're going to start doing some live creep show. Uh, no, live creepy pasta stories. Yes. And hopefully you would like to do that with us. It's going to be on Podbean. Um, you'll know more information about it later. But anyway, Creep Show is a really cool show. If you haven't yes. checked out Shutter, go check out Shutter. They literally have put on five different movies since last week. Yeah. And they're pretty cool. So yeah. you really need to go check that out. So anyway. They're rolling them out. I am Eric. And I am Scooter. This is Horse Boot Presents Hidden Gems. And we will freak you out next week with episode five. Yep, it's coming. It's, it's coming for you. It's creeping, it's creeping. on you. Yes. <laughs> See ya. How's it going? Eric here. Hope you enjoyed this episode of Horse Boot Presents Hidden Gems. Just stopping on by to tell you if you like creepy pasta readings and you also like my voice, then you will like the live creepy pasta readings by Horse Boop on Podbean that is going to be at a time that you only will know if you're in the Horse Boop group or if you give me your email and you email at horsepoop at gmail.com and I will send you the link when it goes live and you will hear some creepypasta stories. If you enjoy it, then let me know. But we're going to start doing that. If you're interested, either go to the group on Facebook, answer some questions, get into that group. You'll get all the stuff to listen to the stuff. Alright, so I hope you enjoyed this episode. And I hope you enjoy creepy pasta readings, and I hope you join us. I will see you next week.